What is happening, sports fans? Thank you very much for checking in. Christian Anderson, Insider Studios. Summer keeps on rolling, and we keep on bringing you football content. Got another great interview for you today. Today we talked to Delshawn Trailer, athlete, primarily quarterback. That's what he's known for uh, out at Helix, the Highlanders, the Scotties, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there's a brief appearance made by Coach Robbie Owens. That's actually going to be the first voice you hear when we uh, switch over to this interview uh, because we're still experimenting with the new technology and uh, the record button might be hard to press. And I apologize for clipping off the beginning of the sentence. But uh, yeah, so Delshawn is a senior out at Helix. He is committed to play at the Army Academy at West Point. He's going to be playing quarterback for them next year. He's going to be lighting up the county this year though so we have a great sit down conversation with him and coach Robbie Owens right there at the beginning so without further ado I say thank you very much for checking in with SD Prep Insider Sports fans we'll go ahead and enjoy this podcast years from now in in uniform and you know doing what he's done and, and what his future holds you know we're always going to have a, a unique connection the two of us and so um, I'm always going to, you know, no matter what his decision was, you know, always going to watch him from afar, but, you know, obviously doing the military thing, he's, he's putting himself out there, you know, more than what other people do. And we, we need those type of people. And, and he's the perfect example of the guys you want leading our country. So, um, I'm excited to see what the future holds for him. Well, we're going to have plenty of time to speak with you, uh, hopefully during the dead period, um, because, these guys will be off doing who knows what. Um, but just any summer vacation plans for you in, in the next couple of weeks? Any tips that you can give to San Diego about about how to have a fun summer? Uh, you know, I'm going to spend a lot of time at the beach, and I'll spend a lot of time at the Padres game. So um, they're actually fun to watch. Finally, they are. And I've always, you know, I'm a baseball fanatic, so I love baseball, and and, and I'm going to enjoy that time. Obviously, I'm going to the baseball game tomorrow night, and you know, I, I think. You know, the thing about San Diego, that's the reason why I came here. It was my vacation spot. But, you know, we can go to the beach, and, you know, I'm completely content. But there's so much in San Diego, what it has to offer, obviously, the weather. And it's going to be good for me. These next two weeks is good for me to kind of recharge my own battery. So um, it's going to be exciting and, and uh, you know, get ready for the season. Do you actually step away from football? Will, will there be one full day where you won't watch any film, think any football, or is it, it – Delshaw's over there smiling like, no, nah, that's not it. <laughs> no, I'll, there'll be something. I, I mean, I'll probably – I'm an early bird anyway. I'm going to wake up early, so I'm definitely going to be doing things to get prepared for the season the whole entire two weeks. You know, it seems like it's a long time, you know, to be two weeks away from each other, but, you know, we'll still be doing a lot of things coaches-wise. I just assumed you were going to say, I'm going to go buy a basketball hoop and <laughs> start working <laughs> on my game. shape. I just got to get in shape. I definitely know that, uh, you know, I can't uh, go into this, uh, you know, 20 pounds overweight, so he'll see a lean, mean Coach Owen. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm the schedule maker too, so we'll schedule it on my yeah. time. So. I thought the key was just going to be hard fouls, and that's why you were waiting after <laughs> the season because you're going to just put him in a full body. Yeah, to be honest with you, at the Reggie Bush thing, I was going to foul him, but I honestly, honestly, truly ble- believe that he wouldn't make the shot. So when he made it, I didn't think I was going to make it. I got to give him credit. He sunk it, and I was there. So I, now I know. I got I to gotta put a little more D on him. I'm a shooter. Well, uh, well credit where credit's due, and uh, who knows? Maybe two sport athlete at Army. Uh, maybe, maybe you, you, uh, you're their secret weapon for basketball season. Um, coach, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will ho- hopefully talk to you in the next couple of weeks. Once again, we were talking to Delshawn trailer, Helix athlete before you go coach. Did you ever think you'd exist in a football world where kids just kind of have this ambiguous position of athlete? 
Like, no, it, like I, that's kind know, of a weird evolution, right? It, no, it's different. I mean, I think, you know, especially when you look at Delshawn, he's going to literally play, you know, six, seven positions for us. And so, I, you know, I do think there's guys that have that ability. And, um, you know, I tell people all the time, I mean, he, he could be starting quarterback for us, but he's so valuable at every other thing. It, you know, he's still going to get 50% of the snaps at quarterback. So it's unique to, to have a kid that's so talented that you rest on offense sometimes. You know, you want him to, to get his reps on defense. But – you know, we're going to utilize him and get everything we can out of him. And, uh, you know, he knows that. And, and uh, he's going to be a big part of, you know, the success that we have. Can I petition you for one game where he plays all 22 positions in, in the game? Like, just one snap at each O-line, one snap at each D-line, just move him around a little bit. Like, the O-line positions would be tough, but... Uh, <laughs> He should maybe, you know, maybe on like senior night we could we could just just if you guys are in a comfortable position. The thing is, as a quarterback and as a defense, he should know what everybody's doing. So oh, it should be easy on that end. But yeah. it's the lining up on a three point stance. That's <laughs> the one thing I haven't seen him do. So, so you're more worried about that than him snapping the I ball because embarrass himself. So that's because with the size of your lineman, I think it would be comical to see the the guard pull and then you don't see the tackle behind him, but you realize the tackle's there. It's just it's Delshawn and he's. he's doesn't look normal lineman sized. <laughs> um, thank you, Coach. Um, All right, Coach. A lot of best of luck to you guys this season. Okay, so so Delshawn, Army. Let's get back to that. Army. So they were one of the first, the first or one of the first? They were one of the first. One of the first schools to commit to you. You said that was a really important thing to you. Your father is a career Navy man. Yes, sir, um, 21 years. 21 years in the Navy. So you have a little bit of an idea what the service <laughs> life is like. Yeah. Um, what else went into that decision, though? Uh, basically, uh, all the other offers that I had as, as valuable as they were, they weren't, you know, full ride and the army offered me a full ride. So I wanted f to make it as easy as I could for my parents. Cause I still have a younger sister, a younger brother who has to, who obviously wants to go to college. So I feel like if I took this opportunity, which is obviously the opportunity I want, it would benefit me as well as the people around me. Now career in the, in the army potentially, cause the service only comes with two years mm -hmm. mandatory. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So you're thinking maybe a career in the Army? Oh, most, I, most definitely. What do you see yourself doing? Uh, most likely military intelligence. I was talking to Coach Antonio about that, and I, that really interests me, just being able to interact with, like, higher-ups and have, like, you know, uh, information that the normal public wouldn't have. That would be really important for me. So dealing with basically the playbook of the military yes, to sir. bring it down to the most cliche football terms we could possibly yeah. do. So – Potentially, we might see soldiers with like quarterback wristbands <laughs> under your version of the uh, army. Is, is I don't know about that. You that. see them uh, uh, getting information dispersed as you run around the Pentagon just with a little. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, we got to uh, let's see. Okay, I got a four p.m. meeting there. Three p.m. Okay, <laughs> break. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What? What did he just say?" That for? Um, so, you as an athlete here, are they going to let you play athlete there? Have you sort of talked with them about what the the vision is football wise? They for want your time there. They want me as a quarterback, which is also would played into, you know, going there because I could have played, you know, DB at University of San Diego. I could have played wide receiver at Yale or Harvard, but I wanted because I've been playing quarterback since I was four years old, and you know, my parents love whenever I'm at that position because I can just control the game, and that's what I want to do at Army is control the game. Well, I'm glad you phrased it exactly like that because I know you said athlete you can line up at any position coach comes in here and talks about you being on offense and defense but control the game your style of quarterbacking sometimes I think leads people to misunderstand how athletic and how talented you are at the position because a lot of it under the helix offense has been 
just a smaller run at times up the middle to control second down. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, a scoot to the right, get out of the pocket, four-yard pass. So you haven't always had great opportunities to expl- you know, put everything on display, all of your athleticism. So do you feel like there's still a lot yet to prove? Oh, most definitely. I feel like, you know, my sophomore year I played – I was backing up Carson Baker, so I was, you know, we got in. We and he was a true pocket pass. I mean, yeah. he could run a little bit, but he mm-hmm. was really, truly a put his arm on display and had a running she back was super, yeah. super talented, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I backed him up. We were up 50, and I got in, you know, hand the ball off to our running back or whatever. So then our, my junior year, not playing multiple positions, but I got to show, like, a glimpse of what I can do. I feel like this senior year with, you know, the guys we have on our team, and what I'm, I believe I'm capable of doing, I feel like I can have, and as well as my team, can have a special year for sure. So you're going to have L. Elion Noah running the ball in the backfield with best, you, correct? Best running back in California, easily. There's something about the Noahs in San Diego that they're just crazy people when you get a football scenario going around yes, them. Sir. And do you think that that's going to, I mean, are you willing to sacrifice a little bit of your run game to let him run the ball and then Absolutely. you get to throw the ball a little bit more? Absolutely. He's... He's super talented, super humble. He's a great guy to be around, and you know he's and his brother both. Man, it's almost a little it, weird. Like you think it's an act, yes. Somebody it's not. It's somebody really that not. good at football. You think, oh, he's he's got to be like you know like out there like oh I'm this good. No, not at all. He he defaults to the team. He gives everything up for the team, and he's the hardest worker I've ever seen. Or at least football. somebody you'd think he'd have some sort of aggression to him, some mm-hmm. sort of edge because Elion hits hard. Yes, he gets his pads low and he hits. Like, there was a, a video last year that came out during training camp. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He ran through, like, three straight people mm-hmm. and then has just the softest disposition where you're just like. It's, it's scary. You're like, you could totally trick people and, and just say, oh, no, he doesn't play football. Like, oh, no, he's in the band. Like, he no shots meant to the band. <laughs> yeah. like, just, oh, he runs cross country. Oh, like, he's just, he's not really a physical. And he, he always he, is. he always has that attitude about him. And that's, that's what we love about him because he's super humble. He's a great leader. And he's. A beast on the field. Are there ever times though where you're in like a big third down and you you have to be like, you sure you're pumped up for this? Oh, yeah. like, like you you sure yeah, you're ready I, for this? Yeah, I'll look back at him. He's just like super calm. I'm like, dude, you, this is clutch. You gotta you ready for this? <laughs> you gotta you gotta use everything you got. And he's like, I got you, I got you, and he got me. He's, he has he has been on varsity since his freshman year. I believe he's been on snaps. He's been on varsity since probably eighth grade. (laughs) (laughs) He was enrolled at Helix (laughs) under a different name in middle school. Um, So you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of the runs because you got a good running back, but you feel like you can control the game. Like you said. So I think lately last three to five years, there have been a lot of the college type quarterbacks who have controlled the game with both leg and arm that have started to actually succeed in the pros. Mm-hmm. And before it was just Michael Vick was really the first one, maybe a Warren Moon. There was the one of a generation. Now it seems like the last couple of years, that style of quarterback has started to pick up a little more success. Mm-hmm. Is there one or two guys that you look at and you're like, okay, like I really like what that guy's doing. I'm kind of modeling my game a little bit after them. I take some inspiration from that yeah, guy. For sure. Who do you see yourself kind of fitting in like? So, like on the on the NFL level, I look at because I'm a I'm a Seahawks fan at heart. So I look at like Russell Wilson, like a Kyler Murray, and like those guys how they're able to you know move the pocket, be mobile, and also use their arms to help the team. Those are two guys that I look up to every day. And they're also a little bit smaller dudes. Yeah, and sir. not that you're small, but I think you know you talk about Carson. Carson was a six foot. Three mm-hmm. looked very stereotypical quarterback. Absolutely. You're a five eleven. Five eleven. Yeah, we'll round up to six feet because I round up. To six <laughs> feet. Um, but 
I think at times it's harder to, for whatever reason in football, there seems to be certain mindsets just that exist from the old days of like, you're not a quarterback unless you're six oh, yeah. two. Definitely heard and, that. And you're just yeah. like, but haven't you seen my huddle footage? Like, yeah. this isn't the old days of where you had you had no footage on me. You had no look at me. You had no not like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm, did you encounter any of that in oh, the yeah. recruiting process? Yeah. Um. I mean, some scrum schools are like, oh yeah, well we would take you, but you're kind of on the smaller size, so we'll probably probably take you as a quarterback, but move you to a different position. I I wasn't hearing that, but you know, uh, you know, I think we're starting to stray away from you have to be the stereotypical six three like. 205 quarterback now you can be like a smaller guy that you know can do more with the ball in his hands because now it just really matters about you move the ball like that's what a quarterback is supposed to do Mm -hmm. and and to me that just that i'm I'm sure that really frustrates you because it was actually your college opportunities on the line on the other side it frustrates me because you look at it and you're just like that kid is so good Mm-hmm. That kid is so good. Why does like Sean Poma last year? Absolutely. That kid is so good. Why does he not have an offer? Oh, because nobody wants to take a shot on a running back at that height. And you're like, okay, I get it that he can't be Alabama's starting running back. Yeah, he could be somebody. But he could be somebody's really good starting running back. And, and, and that's the thing, because like colleges, they see that nobody else is taking a shot, so they don't take a shot. And I think uh, that that kind of sucks for you know guys like that because all it takes is like for me, Army. Once they offer me, then. Offers started clicking in, you know, coaches talking to me, and all it really takes is one school to take a chance on you. So do you feel like then that's kind of fake for those other colleges? to Not fake, but do you feel like kind of like the other ones, you're like, oh, where were you two weeks ago? What really changed yeah, in that, my that, game? That, oh, yeah. nothing. Just the fact that one school was willing to take a shot Yeah, that kind of, I mean, that kind of went in my head because it's like, oh, these guys wouldn't be here if Army didn't, you know, certify me. And, you know, and, uh, you know some schools, maybe that not, may not be the case, but I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the things that they were waiting on. So for the people that are, are listening out there that are sophomores, juniors, fresh, any any generation that's <clears throat> younger than you right now, you have been now through the college recruiting process. Yes, sir. What, like, what are some of the tips that if you could do it again, you'd be like, I would tell myself this a couple years ago. I'd say, I'd say don't wait. You know, my thing was I waited until – Probably like my junior year to start reaching out to coaches, emailing, making like highlight tapes. I used, I used to be like, oh well, that I'm I'm at Helix. Somebody would just come and look at me, and that's not the case. You have to you have to make an effort to put yourself out there so that coaches will see, oh, this kid cares. So then once once coaches saw that I cared and that you know I was like sending out my test scores, grades, because that's big too. Like you can't just send out tape because then the first question they're gonna ask is, oh, what your grades look like, and that's that's one of the biggest things because you know my grades were obviously. Good, yeah, and then <laughs> and then you know all of the matter was you know timing and just going to camps and reaching out to other coaches and just making a connection with them. Don't just be like, "Hey, coach, recruit me." You know, introduce yourself. You know, talk to them, ask them questions. At, like, get to know the school, and that's the thing with Army. Like, I had to get to know West Point before I made a decision, and that's what I did. So that's just finding coaches' emails online and yeah, yeah. out of the blue, just kind of hitting them up. All right, so, so my trick was yeah. I went to uh, my old teammate, Michael Shawcroft, because he was like a highly recruited, you know, tight end. So I went to his Twitter. I went to who followed him and, like, looked at all the coaches on the list, and I just started following them, following them, following them. The ones that followed me back, I sent them an email, like, my name is Dostron Trailer. I play Helix football. Here's my test scores. Here's my highlight tape. Please check me out. And whoever – Reach back, they did. Whoever didn't, they didn't. And then that's just what it was. 
I'm really glad you brought up social media because I feel like that kind of also goes into the advice to your younger self Mm -hmm. is you see a lot of people do stupid things on social media or at least post stuff that's just Mm -hmm. really ultimately not smart. Smart. So, I mean, would you agree that that's something where like either make a fake account to do that kind of stuff <laughs> or just don't do it. It's just not worth it. Cause coaches really, that's where you actually interact with them. And if yeah. they see you being like, yeah, stupid, this stupid, that, you know, whatever, calling out teams, call, like being just negative in general, in any way, shape or form, I, is, I just is, say, it's not worth it. I just say, don't do it. You yeah. know, cause I mean, there's, you don't want to sacrifice your opportunity to go on and be better in life for some stupid post for a couple of laughs, you know? And that's like, that's the thing I had to tell myself at a young age is like my parents told me too. It's like, don't do anything that'll jeopardize your chance. Like, don't be stupid. Just be smart with everything that you do. Imagine, I, my mom said, imagine that I can see everything that you're going to post. Imagine how it would affect me. And that's why I was like, I'm do not. Do your gonna, parents follow you on any social media? They follow me on my, my Instagram. Yeah. So then, and then I have like, like my, some of my high school coaches like have me on Snapchat. So there's really no point in posting anything stupid. When I know Coach Owens is on Twitter, uh, yeah. that's how initially I really got to know him because he was coming in from outside of California. Mm-hmm. So you, you can very easily scroll back and see, you know, what the person has been up to for the last year, the last six months. So, okay, so you you reached out to coaches. Is that how you in, ended up getting in touch with Army? Is via Twitter or, or what was the initial conversation? It was with them? it was crazy because uh, Coach Antonio he texted me. He's like. Hey, yo, what did your grades look like? I was like, I'd send him my grades whenever he was like, okay, because you really like your film. And I was like, you got my film. Like, I, I, because I was still new to the process. So I was like, oh, it's crazy. Army has my film. And then I told Coach Owens, he was like, that's, that's really big because I didn't, because I knew about the service academies, but I didn't know how big, like, this would blow up because, you know, you think about most kids don't think about going there. And then I didn't think about going there until they started, you know, reaching out to me. And I was like, this is like a really big opportunity for me. So, yeah. So, you will play this season. You said there's already high expectations. I don't necessarily need to get into the, you want to win this game or that game or the other game, but you feel like this is just another solid year in keeping with tra- tradition that Helix has developed the last couple of years. To answer, I want to win every game. Every game. Every game. That is, I mean, I'm assuming that's the right answer. Yeah. Uh, I, the coach is probably listening on the other <laughs> side of the door going, okay, yeah. Good, good, good. good. I'm glad he said that. Um, do you feel like though that there is a, 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 a any sort of any one specific thing that you have circled on the calendar where you're just like I want to play my I you know I want to go big my last senior night here or I want to make sure that it's that like I'm just already thinking about that state championship game uh, or, well, or it's well you guys play the toughest schedule in San Diego you play yeah. a ton of the out of state out of section mm-hmm. all those kinds of games so it, it's kind of a crazy setup that you have that no one else really has in San Diego my goal for my team and my goal for this year is to go one no every week we don't want to look forward to you know week three week four week five we don't want to look forward to league we're gonna, right now we're focused on Cajon week one that's our focus right now we're going over plays to get ready for them because we know how last year went and we don't want to go in there unprepared again so each week we just go step by step, you know, get the game plan for that week and just win the week. Just win the week. You mentioned Cajon. It sounds weird. It's not El Cajon. It's not anything like that. It's 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 a whole other team. And, and go check out. We uh, we posted their schedule a couple days ago. You guys, like I said, play a very tough game, play a very tough team. And so last year you had a couple of losses and everyone was, oh, what's happening? What's Helix yeah. happening? But I'm assuming internally you guys were like, ha, you guys just don't understand. We're playing 
the toughest teams we can like absolutely it's just the biggest and baddest that we can get our hands on every single week and, and at first you know as coming in as a my sophomore year whenever i played on that state championship run where you know we got to the state championship game we lost inevitably but i came in i was like why are we like i asked carson like why are we playing so hard teams he's like our our league's not as strong as you know as other people's are so our strength of schedule has to be better so then and it, it helps us in the playoffs because we're not going to be playing like no disrespect. Then we're going to play any weak teams. So it's it's important to test yourself early, recover throughout league, and then just be ready in playoff time. You've had the chance to play with Carson, Isaac Taylor Stewart, a, 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 a Michael Shawcroft. Basically, every single year there has been at least one or two other going big time D one type players yes, here. Um, do you think that 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 has kind of helped you know where you need to be game wise. Definitely, because you know, I used to you know take it take it easy in the weight room. I used to be like, you can oh, answer that if you need to. Oh, uh, oh no, it's good. Because uh, uh, as long as you're not saying no to mom, that's uh, the, the if it's mom or grandma, <laughs> you have to answer. <laughs> never that say no to mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know they they used to keep me keep me on track because I used to you know lollygag and you know mess around with, like the guys in my class, and they used to keep me and they'd be like. Hey, you need to you need to do this because when you get to where we are, you're gonna be upset at those kids for not doing what we tell you to do. And then now I see it. I'm in my senior year. I can see like younger guys acting up and like, ah, oh, dang, that's what Carson was telling me. Like, be ready for that. So because I think it's it's sort of people sometimes get so wrapped up in their own little bubble that mm-hmm. they don't realize what that next level really looks like. You yeah. get a bunch of people on Twitter being like, oh, I'm going D1. Why am I so slept on? Why am I, you know, most slept on RB or tied in or whatever it is in San Diego. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of go, well, yeah, but you're also not in the weight room 24-7 yeah. and watching film. 20- you're not at that. You're not, whole- I, I see you on Snapchat. Like, yeah. you're it's, not out there doing it's constant focus on your sport because they just don't have any frame of reference. So yeah. sometimes being around those guys, you realize, Definitely. oh, for how good I think I was or am, I really truly am not Oh, it's, that it's, good. it's humbling. Because it, it's good to be humble, though. It's good yeah. to get that perspective and yeah. be like, oh, I have a lot of, you know, as a sophomore, oh, my goodness, I have a lot of work still to go to be yeah. where the quarterback for San Diego State is, mm-hmm. let alone an NFL quarterback or an all pro or an all league or anything like that quarterback. So yeah, when I went to my unofficial visit to army, I was in their weight room. I was like, Oh, these like, cause they go 110% hard every time they're doing their reps. And I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, Hey, I could be going harder. I should be going harder. And I've been, ever since I got back, I've been trying to do that in the weight room on the field, just using everything that I got to get to that, that stage in life. So other than football, What's left for senior year? Uh, well, I'm I'm playing basketball this year. Uh, mostly just despite the lack of shooting. <laughs> mostly just uh, you know, I just I just want to have fun the senior year, you know, because it's crazy how fast high school goes by. I remember it feels like yesterday. Me and my friends were stepping on campus high, uh, freshman year, just like, oh man, we got plenty of time to do whatever we want. And now it's starting to see like like friendship like. Circles are getting smaller. Friendships are, you know, fading away because that's just what, it, what happens. And, you know, just want to make memories for this last year because a year from now, I'm not going to be in San Diego. I'm going to be in New York getting ready for, you know, life. with your first winter. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's going to be crazy because, you know, yeah, it's taking into perspective, like, there's a, there's a clock now. So I got to enjoy what I have out here. 
So you're going to be enjoying every day. Uh, where can everyone find you on social media? Okay, so Instagram is Delshawn14 underscore. And then Twitter, it's Delshawn T2. Delshawn T2. Delshawn, thank you very much for joining us. All season long, you can follow him potentially playing all 22 positions <laughs> i hope uh for helix if not he'll be in the backfield on offense and defense making things happen thank you so much for joining us thank, thank you. you for your commitment to our services and uh, best of luck this season this has been another installment of sd prep insider follow us at sd prep insider for all your interviews and uh, bounce around listen to some of this other stuff we've got a lot of great athletes here in san diego we will talk to you soon sports fans